to The Insatiable Appetite. I'm Alyssa Chevalier, a consultant on Hartman's Retainer Services team, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Eva Nafsigar, Director of Marketing Research and Strategic Insights. Thanks for joining me, Eva. Happy to be here. So last week, we published our latest syndicated study, Food Sourcing in America, and we wanted to have Eva on to talk about some of the key findings of the report to give listeners a preview of what they can find in there. And the report covers all aspects of food sourcing, um, from shopping in person and online, restaurants, direct-to-consumer, and a special look at consumer perceptions and behaviors when it comes to private label as well. And unsurprisingly, the COVID pandemic has had a huge influence on all of those areas. That's right. And consumers are really concerned about safety first and foremost. And this then colors all of their decision making when it comes to food sourcing. But each consumer perceives the risk for themselves. And so uh, so their households then adjust with a range of behaviors. Uh, generally speaking, when it comes to the act of shopping, there's been a great shift uh, towards efficiency and safety over things like enjoyment and browsing, which were important in the past. And so one major trend we'd identified prior to COVID was this move toward cross shopping or shopping a wide variety of retailers and channels to get all of the products that a consumer wanted, kind of the opposite of the one-stop shop. Um, and also this allowed them to have a range of experiences. But since COVID, we know the consumers are reducing the number of trips that they're taking to try to minimize their exposure to other people and to the virus. So what does our study indicate will happen to that cross-shopping trend? Yeah, well, interestingly, um, even though they are consolidating their shopping trips, uh, consumers are not actually abandoning cross-shopping. So they are still relying on a breadth of channels uh, because they continue to leverage the unique strengths of those channels and they want to get everything they want to get. And so while they're taking fewer trips to go shopping, there actually hasn't been much of a change in the number of channels that they're visiting in the course of a month. They might be making fewer trips overall, but they are spreading those trips over those different channels. Hmm, interesting. And what about on a given shopping trip? Before we would see consumers happily visit several stores in a single trip, but is that something that they're willing to do now? Yes, uh, many still are. Um, about a quarter of consumers say that they visit fewer stores uh, per trip since the COVID pandemic started, but that still leaves the majority who are shopping at least as many retailers on a given shopping trip that, uh, than before. And they're doing this to get the best prices and deals, um, and also because they look to certain stores for particular products or brands. In addition to that, uh, some consumers report doing this because the first store was out of something they needed, especially in the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and so they needed to visit more stores for those reasons. Yeah, and it's really interesting to see how much the consumers that we interviewed in this study we're still talking about out-of-stock items, even though that issue's gotten a lot better over the past several months, at least in many places. But they seem to be really troubled by that initial period when the food system that they've always counted on suddenly wasn't able to keep up with demand. So even if things have improved, they're still hyper aware of any out-of-stock items that they do experience now. 
Yes, uh, they're definitely attached to the idea of um, out of stock still persisting even uh, when it's not. Um, but uh, while uh, those out of stocks were one of the reasons that consumers looked online um, to shop more online more, um, they were hoping they'd be able to find those items that weren't in their um, in their local stores. Mm, yeah, of course. And this study looks also at differences between those shoppers who started shopping online for that reason or for others related to COVID and compares them with those shoppers who were already shopping online prior to the pandemic. Can you tell us a little bit about what you found there? Uh, yes, uh, the new shoppers, uh, those who started shopping online since uh, the pandemic beginning, um, are more avid online shoppers. So they're twice as likely to source the majority of their groceries online um, compared to those who were already shopping online prior to COVID. And this makes sense, of course, because uh, they are those um, people who are doing online shopping primarily because they want to stay out of brick and mortar stores as much as possible for safety reasons. Mm -hmm. um, and they also tend to start with online shopping at the stores that they're already loyal to in person uh, instead of going to uh, some of the online only uh, retailers. Um, so there's a real opportunity here for those uh, brick and mortar stores uh, to provide um, effective online shopping options and capture the lo loyalty of this new way that their consumers are looking to shop um, by allowing them to have a seamless transition uh, for uh, from in online and back. Mm. Do you have any indication of whether these new online shoppers are going to continue what they're doing uh, once COVID is less of an immediate health threat? Yes, um, we see that these new online shoppers tend to be uh, particularly satisfied with their uh, online experience, um, not only for the reasons that they might have switch to online like avoiding contact or visiting uh, or visits to the regular store um, but they also enjoy uh, the other reasons like convenience time savings and even the ability to browse and discover uh, new products so among these new shoppers um, more than half say that they'll continue shopping the way they do now uh, which could represent a significant long-term gains for um, those retailers that provide good online shopping options that's really fascinating and yes certainly suggests that the sea change we sea change we've seen in online shopping is likely here to stay but there have always been and i suspect always will be shoppers who just love to go grocery shopping and can't imagine giving up that experience. How are those folks faring during the pandemic? Uh, yes, well, there are certainly uh, many consumers like that who place a huge amount of value on the personal experience of shopping. They want to pick out their own products, uh, browse, compare, um, and use the trip to store as an inspiration for their cooking and meal planning. Um, they're actually a decent sized number, 13% of consumers who say that they are shopping online for groceries less uh, than they did before the pandemic. Um, and this could be due to a variety of reasons, including challenges with availability of online ordering in the beginning of the pandemic or frustrations with products that are either missing from their orders or swapped out for something that they didn't want. Um, but some of these folks are also just uh, they're uh, using their grocery shopping um, 
as a way to get out of the house, um, mm -hmm. to get a change of scenery. And then for parents, uh, it's taking a break from all the new pressures and responsibilities that they are facing at home these days. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And in the beginning of the pandemic, especially grocery shopping was one of the only activities you could do at all. So it makes sense that shoppers who already enjoy grocery shopping would try to make the most of it. I'm curious, though, has COVID changed the perception of online shopping for these consumers who prefer to shop in store? To some extent, certainly, um, they definitely recognize that the benefits, um, the benefits that online shopping can provide, they just don't see it as something that's for them. Um, but we did hear some of these consumers saying that if certain hurdles like additional fees for delivery or sometimes higher prices for the same products were lessened or eliminated, then they might be open to trying online. In particular, the shelf-stable pantry items where they don't have to worry about whether the person selecting them will take um, their specific preferences into account, like um, avocados might be preferred to be ripe or not ripe uh, at different times. And so this is something that um, does not exist with shelf-stable items. Right, that makes sense. And seems like another opportunity for online retailers, because even those consumers who aren't going to do all or even a large portion of their shopping online could still be convinced of its benefits for certain items. And now is, a, you know, as good a time as any uh, to, to do that. And this period has really accelerated the adoption of online grocery shopping so much, even in the even in those categories that consumers often say they'd rather not buy online, like fresh produce or meat. All right, Eva, I think that's all the time we have for today, but thank you so much for joining me and sharing all these great insights with our listeners. Well, anytime. Um, and please be sure to check out the full report, uh, Food Sourcing in America, July, August 2020, which is now available from the Hartman Group. <laughs>